Welcome to the Fitness to Health podcast, home to practical discussions, ideas and tips for living a high quality life. Hey guys, really excited to bring you the very first episode of the Fitness to Health podcast. Podcast will be the home to interviews, questions and answers and ask the expert type episodes um, which is all focused on health, fitness, performance and in a nutshell living a high quality life. Um, feel free to let me know what you think and if you have any questions or topic suggestions for me or my guests please post away and let me know your ideas or questions. Without any further delay, thank you for tuning in and let's get started. So um, well, I'll start off with my welcome to the Fitness to Health podcast again um, and today joining me for a chat about uh, health, fitness and all things uh, living a good life and a purposeful life in a practical way is my good friend and guest Alex. Um, first of all, your full name, how do you pronounce it? Yeah, actually the full name is Alexanders. Alexanders yeah. and last name, that's and the one the last name is Stramkals. Stramkals. Uh, yeah, so okay. really simple uh, <laughs> name and surname. Yeah, so a bit, a bit about your background. So you, um, you mentioned to me that you work in fashion yeah. retail. Yeah, basically I work in a fashion retail industry or, and, or basically I'm working in a retail for all my uh, life basically since I'm 16. Yeah. Uh, started in some marketplace and then moved up to stores uh, and now yeah, basically working as a merchandise specialist in, 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 in one of the fashion companies. Alright, an interesting path. We'll probably get into more of that, a little bit more into that. Um, later but also more importantly and what I was quite interested about is well your family life so you, you're married and you have three kids yeah uh, basically married uh, three kids uh, there's a bit uh, like more complicated story behind that but anyway two kids living with me right now or with my family and then one one kid living with the with the mom uh, separate from me but then of course I'm seeing him quite often. Uh, okay. So yeah, uh, I'm in a way not maybe so old, but have already gone through many different uh, life challenges, uh, quite many of them. So it was interesting way uh, and interesting challenges back then. Okay. Yeah. Well, probably I'm gonna again. There's a lot of things I can already follow up on. Yeah. So this is gonna be an interesting chat. Because yeah. um, I think, I mean, particularly in this um, series that I I'm doing, I'm, I'm very interested in uh, well fathers and how um, related to the topic of fitness and health. How how you sort of keep your health as a priority. And um, despite challenges, despite you know, kids can be challenging, of course, for your time. And by the sounds of you, got some other things we you know, yeah. may get into as well about you know how, how do you kind of keep that a priority without also then missing without missing kind of the, the other things in your life. Um, so I mean, the other thing, what I was quite interested in starting with. Uh, so we had like a, well, the basic intro of your family and your work, um, but. 
for you, what would be if you think of a typical day mm. um, right now, as opposed to maybe say 10, 15 years yeah. ago, what would be like a typical day for you? How would you start your day? And um, and if you're thinking that you know you're trying to be healthy, you're trying to do everything that mm. you that you want to do to maintain your fitness and your health and your priorities, what does a normal day like look like for you? Yeah, I mean since I'm full-time working uh, so it's uh, quite simple you know morning starting with the breakfast which is uh, for me the most crucial part of the day I would mm -hmm. say uh, I mean every day uh, I need to start with the breakfast I have a couple of in a way dishes what I prefer in the morning but it's like really simple and fast mm -hmm. making dishes so that that's for me is a must and then uh, I'm quite a bit of fun of uh, coffee, so that's something as well what I really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so basically, it's it's a food, and then uh, of course work. Okay. Uh, I mean, there is nothing nothing complicated in my morning routines, or or the day starts quite simple. You just wake up, do the regular stuff, breakfast, and then go to work. Mm -hmm. uh, what I need uh, as well in the mornings is a small walk. So that's why I really enjoy right now that I can walk like one to two kilometers in the morning. And that brings as well some kind of freshness that you go to work not straight from the bed, uh, but you have fresh mind. I mean, you can just free your mind and then you can start your working day. Yeah, yeah. So do you would that happen every day or is it mainly yeah of course working days are quite similar uh, but then weekends are maybe a bit different but still I, I like to wake up maybe a bit earlier uh, in the weekends as well I mean by earlier I mean like seven eight o'clock for me is kind of fine yeah uh, and uh, actually during the weekends uh, the same pattern continue meaning the okay. breakfast is something what I really need in the mornings of yeah. course if I have a morning session what is the case for example on Saturdays so a session you mean training, training. at the gym yes training yeah. at the gym so basically yeah. in the morning on Saturday uh, when I train then uh, I don't have a breakfast before training yeah uh, so it's just some small snack and, uh, and coffee but uh, yeah it's it's quite a lot about like routines and the same things in the mornings which uh, kind of get used to do okay so you would you say then that your your mornings don't really change whether it's the weekday or the weekend aside from maybe what you're about to do but you wake up about the same time yeah. and yeah exactly yeah. Uh, not a big change and uh, of course since uh, kids are someone who somehow don't want to sleep in the mornings yeah uh, so basically <laughs> it makes the weekends as well uh, that you kind of should wake up quite yeah. early yeah uh, but yeah i mean of course if, if it was something like i don't know friday night out or something uh, yeah. when you went sleep a bit uh, maybe later then uh, my kids already are in, on that age that they can in a way entertain themselves uh, in the mornings mm. as well but still you kind of need to wake up a bit yeah. uh, earlier or together with them 
So, I mean, that's, I guess we, we have focused a, a bit on the morning routine here, and I think it's a, probably a most relevant in many ways. Um, so thinking about kids, have you, have you always been that routine orientated in, in terms of how you do your, your morning, or have you noticed that that's changed over time, or has the age of your you know, kids as well, has that affected how that's kind of gone for you, and what sort of strategies have you used if, if you notice something's not working for you? Have you changed anything? It's actually changed quite a lot because, uh, let's say, five, six years ago, I was uh, quite passive from that perspective. I mean, I haven't mm. had any sport in my life and I was not having any hobbies. Um, mm. So, I mean, if you look six years back, then I would say it changed a lot. Yeah. I mean, uh, as well, the breakfast thing uh, came up six, seven years ago uh, before... Mm. I was uh, young and I thought that breakfast is uh, not needed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically, now now I feel totally different. And of course, like with the kids, uh, that it's changing actually year to year. Mm. Some small things maybe I can't even realize right now yeah. or can't put like concrete examples. But of course, when your kid is one year old or. 10 year old then of course there is a huge difference yeah uh, of course like when when uh, third when my daughter born then then uh, the from zero to one was quite challenging period you mm. know the waking up in the nights and then you are trying to support uh, your lovely wife with, with everything and mm. then you know you are in the morning basically screwed because you want to sleep but then you need to go to work yeah so of course that period was quite challenging yeah but at the same time actually looking back you forget about it quite fast yeah i mean of course you can share with someone yeah it was challenging but what was challenging yeah mainly waking up in the night during the night so that was challenging but otherwise I think there was no significant change, I would say. Yeah. It's still like same routines in the morning. So was, was that, do you think the same for all your kids? If you think back to that, you know, one, one let's say zero to two years old, yeah. the, that challenging period was more or less similar or? I would say yes. Zero to two is, uh, is one challenge. But mm. then of course, like when you move forward, it's starting to be different challenges. Yeah. I think that the, the, the beauty of uh, kids is that there is no even one day which is similar to the previous one. Mm. Mm. And you as an adult as well should adjust yeah. uh, your, how you act, how you do, what you do. Yeah. Uh, and they're changing and growing so fast that you need to grow basically with them as well yeah yeah so that's a nice way of putting it do you feel like um if you if you look at the so we talked about your morning routine and then we talked about kids and how they kind of a little bit adjust how you go about your say your morning but also your day um is there do you feel like as you had more kids so you had you know first your second your mm. third did that kind of the the way you adjusted to that challenge did that change at all particularly with trying to keep healthy, trying to keep, you know, training or trying mm. moving and eat well. Did you notice that you were mindful of how to approach that challenge again or was it something that, that just sort of came came spontaneously? Yeah, I think of course with the with the second it's much easier. Uh, then you know what to expect and uh, 
you're maybe not looking on, on the things uh, in, in into details. You know what to expect and you know maybe approximately what will happen and how it will happen. So I think with the, with the second uh, was much easier. Yeah. Uh, to adjust your day and uh, to, to plan the day as well in, in, in advance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would say it's, it's easier uh, with, with the second just because you know what to expect. Okay. Yeah. So now nowadays you think well, I mean one one of the the reasons for the sort of you and I started talking at least and 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 um, one reason why I sort of thought hey you'd be perfect to have a chat too about this particular topic you know being a father and also having the priority of being fit mm. and doing pretty well with it I'd yeah. say um, is now sort of looking where you are today and sort of the levels of your fitness where you've got to. Um, Comparing sort of where you say were just when your first kid was born, um, do you see major differences in, in sort of what you do day to day now versus then? Um, practical differences which mm. you've learnt through maybe trial or error, or you've learnt by just making certain changes, or even just mm. by circumstance. You notice, hey, this is how I've managed to get actually into pretty good condition, having three kids, being a father, you know, being a professional. Yeah and managing everything. Yeah, I think uh, as a person during, let's say, when I got the first kid, I was basically 25. Yeah. So in a way, I was uh, quite young to yeah. be a uh, dad, mm. let's put it so. And I think back then, uh, it was more chaotic way. Uh, yeah. How to do, what to do, I think, uh, even I even didn't realize what it means to be a parent sure. back then. Yeah. So I would say, uh, and back then actually I was not so into any hobbies or sport or active lifestyle. Yeah. I mean I had a couple of sessions or a couple of trainings with friends like playing a basketball or playing a volleyball or something like. Yeah. But it was mainly like, you know, once, twice a week meeting 45 minutes and then that's it mm. now I have uh, more like goals and now I know where I want to be in 10 years and looking back I would say that now I'm much fitter I feel much better than mm. I was 25 yeah. which is which is actually really great that you kind of feel that you know you kind of can stop the time because actually as well looking on my pictures how I looked when I was 25 and how I'm look, looking now when I'm 35. Mm. It's basically some people even said that it's two different persons. Right. Yeah. So I think uh, the, the way how I became fitter, it was bumpy road. Uh, mm. I started from running, uh, but I think now I, I, I really know what I do and why I do. So yeah, and of course like with, with the kids and combining family life, work life and sport life, you start to plan, uh, mm. you know, I need to have some kind of goal, some kind of target, and then you know, I work for that goal, and then, mm. of course, like, family always will be a prime number one, then mm. you will think about the work, since it's bringing to you money for living, and then you will put your hobby or active life in, in the third plan, Yeah. but still, you, you just plan throughout the whole day. Mm. what it takes from you and uh, I learned to plan a lot mm. so that's by the sounds of that's the main thing is that in order 
to make well your fitness and health happen in a way that it, it takes strategy and planning and rather than um, off the cuff hoping that it's something's going to appear that the opportunities will appear yeah yeah that's that's for sure and uh I mean, of course, now it's a bit different situation that uh, I live uh, far away from my family. Of course, after work, I have, in a way, free time. Mm. It's a bit easier to, to have uh, more trainings and maybe not planned trainings. Yeah. Yeah. But then looking a couple years back when, uh, when I prepared myself, for example, for, for running the first marathon, yeah. uh, then it was basically full on. You had uh, one year old kid. Mm. Then you had the uh, eight years old kid. Mm. Then you had the uh, work, uh, which at that point as well was for me new role, and I started to learn new things. Right. Yeah. And then you have three months, and then you have to run forty two k. So then, then you just took a paper, <laughs> and then you just start to plan. Okay, I need to have five times per week training mm. where I can fit this training if family work and then sport is the last prior mm. then you start to think okay maybe you need to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to run to mm. have one hour training then you go to work or then you do some morning routines with your kids with your family yeah. then you go to work and then you do something in the evening so i think th th this is the, the main point or the main uh, thinking what should be mm. uh, when you have such a lot of things you yeah. can actually everything plan quite well yeah well there's some quite good i'm going to sort of dig into this because there's quite a few there's a few layers here that i'm, I'm interested in about one is um so we got you you mentioned briefly this uh living away from your family right now so maybe just for the the benefit of anyone who's you know listening to this what that means in practice are you um uh, does that mean you're permanently away or do you have a routine where you're away for a period of time so how what's the situation there yeah basically i, I moved to finland uh, almost two years ago uh, yeah. with an idea that it would be a temporary move just yeah. because uh, I had a couple of opportunities at work yeah. and uh, it was in a way good as well for a career and mm. uh, good for my own development so we decided together with uh, my wife that it would be a good benefit for a long term yeah. uh, of course I'm traveling uh, to Riga so yeah originally I'm from Latvia Riga mm. uh, I'm traveling there trying to keep this uh, as much as possible but like it's something like each second weekend, uh, maybe a bit longer than only the weekend I spent in Riga, mm. since I have uh, option to work as well from Riga, so I okay. don't need to be here yeah. in Helsinki, so I'm using that one as well sometimes, that let's say I travel on Thursday and then till Sunday I'm uh, in Riga. So basically it's traveling back and forth uh, mm. from Helsinki to Riga. Okay. Okay, and so and then and then you you mentioned this thing about training for the the marathon. So that was that's actually a, a good comparison, maybe in, in terms of a practical sense. If we think you know, there's dads listening and fathers like myself. I'm like, okay, if I if I can have a little bit, I love my family, but I have a little bit of time away from my family. Yeah. Well, you know, will that make um, make it possible to be healthier and fitter and do all these things that I want to do? And in some ways, we probably could answer yes, and because just time wise. But I would argue, since you, you made a really good point about planning, that maybe even if you do have extra time, you know, how well do you use it? Uh, if you don't have a plan, maybe you don't. So going back to that time when you were 
training for that marathon where you had the one-year-old, you had the eight-year-old, yeah. and you had work. Um, if you could imagine yourself now training for that same marathon now in, in your circumstances, what do you think would be easier given that you have more time for yourself? Um, and what do you think would be the same? Uh, what do you think the difference would be between those two scenarios as far as kind of training yeah. for the marathon and being fit? Yeah, the same would be definitely the plan. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter uh, do you have, in a way, more free time or less free time, but uh, at least for me, the, the big importance is for the concrete plan. Yeah. And now I'm talking about the training plan, uh, taking learnings from the previous experience, I would say uh, that it most likely as well food plan or something like nutrition plan yeah. would be beneficial so uh, so you'd improve the plan yeah bit, definitely but yeah. but it's it's again because with the trainings it's if it's just in your mind meaning that okay let's run today in the evening something like 10k mm. or like 8k then most likely it will not happen mm. but if you have concrete plan whatever on the paper in excel or in some other Mm. Uh, some other environment so you have the plan okay today you run warm up for 1k then you run intervals then you cool down for 1k so mm. you have really concrete plan that I would never change for sure yeah so that would be the same then. yeah definitely what would be different of course it's a timing I am mm. uh, the person who likes to work uh, at work meaning with my brains in the mornings mm. uh, and then uh, physically active uh, I prefer evenings yeah. so that then I would train more in the evenings than in the mornings I mean there was a beauty of morning runs as well mm. early morning runs but still I prefer evening uh, training more than, 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 than uh, morning ones that would be uh, the difference okay. I would say all right, so it, was, it sounds actually mostly it was just a preference thing, and actually yeah. the th most of it would be pretty similar. Do you think the, the, or the, the having a one-year-old affected uh, your recovery or, or sort of how your ability to train to your fullest? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely felt uh, in a way that I lack a bit of sleep, since mm. if you are waking up earlier, then you should go earlier to sleep yeah. to have full recovery and to have... I really need eight hours of sleep like that I know mm. by myself that if I don't have uh, regularly in average seven and a half eight hours sleep then in the long term I feel quite bad actually yeah uh, that affected for sure so mm. in in these in these circumstances that would be of course a bit different than I can get enough uh, enough sleep yeah so if, um, I guess kind of moving moving on that that point of sleep and recovery and um, got, I had a little bit of a curiosity around uh, what do you do if your day doesn't go as planned so I guess taking to this particular example let's say you know you have planned a 10k run mm -hmm. um, but then you have a really bad sleep you know kids up all night yeah. you know, okay so what what do you do to adjust and how do you did you find any moments where you you wanted to do a certain thing you planned a certain thing but then you you were forced to change and how did that look like yeah. what did you do to make sure you're still continuing progressing even though you had circumstances yeah that's for sure I mean 
almost never everything goes like it's planned mm. and uh, especially with the kids yeah uh, but then uh, what I'm doing I'm just trying to to adjust based on uh, how my body feels I mean when you go to the training and straight actually during the warm-up you already can feel okay today gonna be a good day or today gonna be a not so good day mm. anyway back then I had as well uh, coach helping me with the training plan mm -hmm. of course I can always get an advice uh, but uh, I think now I, I as well know my body much better so now I can be adjust myself that okay if it's if it's 10k run uh, with uh, full-on effort mm. uh, then most likely I will go with 70 to 60 percent effort so I, I'll just adjust my, my, my effort or then just decrease the distance mm. or we'll do not so hard intervals or something like that yeah. just write the notes uh, for myself that okay this training didn't go well just mm. because I had a bad sleep or, or something else yeah yeah I guess it touches a little bit on an issue which I think is quite important for, for dads especially or for fathers is that of course we, we have sort of on one hand the the desire to do everything and all things that we have planned and kind of the you know be the, the leader of the pack and make yeah. sure we're, we're, we're you know ticking off our, our to-do lists and, and and so on and so forth so that um, and then at the opposite side of that there's sometimes as I think as a parent maybe not just as a father as a parent you you can easily get into that role of, I, I, I don't have time or you know the kids are doing this and I, I can't do it anymore yeah. so kind of the, the two extremes and um, so, what what do you think now? I mean, looking right across from when you first started having the, had your first kid to now, how have you responded to that challenge of the all or nothing mentality, mm. or to find the balance between these two types, two extremes? Yeah, I think with this all or nothing, um, I mean, uh, I always try to as well involved in the way let's say if there was a situation that okay now I can't do the training because I have to stay with the kids because yeah. of some reasons yeah then uh, I took a you know kids trolley and the oldest one with the bike mm. let's go for a run of mm. course it will be not a quality run mm. if I run alone uh, but at the same time I still do something yeah uh not to skip the training i mean mm. for me of course the quality of the training is crucial and important i mm. mean uh, i'm always thinking about training smart but at mm. the same time that's not the reason to skip the training if there are some additional things happening yeah yeah and and then you i think uh, i I'm trying always to, to find a solution how I can either involve kids or mm. then either postpone the training, let's say to, let's not, let's say not to do training at six o'clock, but at 10 o'clock in the evening, like for example, like that when kids go to sleep. Mm. Uh, so I'm always trying to find some kind of solution, uh, but always avoid the situation when it's nothing, when there was some kind of plan behind. Yeah. Or even you can skip the run, but then you can uh, you can do something at your home with your kids. Mm. I mean, just a simple squatting, just a simple core workout, like mm. 10, 15 minutes. That's already is much better than nothing. Yeah. 
and that's in a way my mentality and that's something what as well came up maybe throughout the you know my, my experience and I'm doing this now for sure mm. so you're saying that basically your 25 year old self versus yourself today maybe 25 year old self didn't quite know yet how to sort of blend this identity of I want to be a fit father with being a parent yeah. because it was still all new yeah yeah because I, I think that's that's quite relevant even if you are you had kids for some time if you if you haven't yet found that you know, that middle ground um, you know, there was a lot of ideas about doing squats at home mm -hmm. with the kids or yeah. how you play with the kids so then I think uh, do you do you think there's an element of needing to find your own groove for that um, or do you think as what, um, what I mean by that is um, you know like if if you've never done squats before mm -hmm. okay and you suddenly decide I want to do squats with yeah. kids at home you know, how does that look like is it do you make it a game or you know do you, do you kind of tell the kids to be quiet and do yeah. their homework and do your squats you know, is it, what how did you find kind of that became more normal for you yeah. as opposed to something that you maybe thought about but didn't do yeah I think it's uh, again how you can involve kids in different things or how mm. you sell the idea to the kids yeah uh, it's it's again depending on the age with mm. with the small kids i mean like two to five six years i would mm. say they are repeating everything what you are doing yeah so basically it's quite simple game you just do something and mm. then they repeat after you <laughs> yeah but then true. with the older ones it's it's a bit uh, harder because they need the motivation they mm. need something why you do mm. or what why it will benefit me or I don't know, is it some kind of, I don't know, during the summers, s ice cream, mm, maybe mm. some small candy, maybe some toy, maybe something like, mm. something how you can uh, motivate them. Mm. Uh, like, good example was uh, that my older one, in a way, he don't want to, you know, if you say that way, that, okay, let's go for a training or let's go to do some active stuff yeah. then most likely you will get straight away answered like no mm. but then let's say uh, during the vacation time I you know I gave to him the camera and asked like can you film mm. of course you know it's a new gadget he, he haven't filmed mm. and then he heard a lot about YouTube and then in his smartphone he's looking on YouTube and you can in a way mm. say hey you know maybe we can do a YouTube video mm. of course it will not maybe not gonna happen in the end but we will do mm. video you will do video yeah. they'll do training yeah. and it's fun for him and mm. it's benefit me yeah so I think yeah. it's 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 again that like what I said before that as a parent you need to grow together with your kids and find mm. the new ways how to communicate with them mm. yeah it's a good way of putting it because of course you know it's we're, we're, I suppose when we start being start off being parents we still have our own needs more at the forefront we're like okay I'm not yeah. getting enough sleep or, yeah and then over time when they when the kids start getting a bit older you start realizing like you said that they have their own desires and needs and things yeah. that they start being a lot more better at communicating and being stubborn mm -hmm. yeah so that probably requires then that you know your your identity of fitness becomes more important um, as a leader not just for your own needs yeah yeah, yeah for sure Alright guys, that brings part one of this two-part uh, 
interview with Alex to an end. Um, thanks for listening again. And uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed, whether it's via iTunes or via my site at fitnesstohealth.org slash podcast blog. And um, we'll just keep an eye out on the site for part two of this interview. Um, the show notes and any extras mentioned in the episode, such as books, gadgets, or interesting sites, etc., or at least how to find out more about the guest will all be on the Fitness and Health website, blog and podcast page. So be sure to check it out and um, visit regularly to see what has been uploaded. Um, and as a general rule, these episodes will be around about 30 minutes long, so longer interviews like this one will be split into parts. Um, to keep it short and easy to tune in, Um, each time you decide to listen to an episode. I look forward to having you for the next part and for future episodes. Cheers, guys.